Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the, the host for this show. And on today's episode, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. The question is this, why is it important to study the various characters in the Bible? Well, we need to understand that Scripture is full of real people who lived in real history. The Bible doesn't shy away from presenting the strengths and even the weaknesses of each biblical character. In this way, biblical characters, they demonstrate what life is like in a fallen world and what it means to know and to love the Lord. Adam and Eve were disobedient blame shifters. Abraham was a liar. Jacob was a schemer. Joseph had somewhat of the, I'm better than you add to. Moses made excuses. Saul was jealous. David was an adulterer. Solomon was the smartest fool in the world's history. Peter had foot and mouth disease. The list goes on and on and on. No matter your personalities, no matter your struggles, there's someone in the Bible you can relate to and learn from. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, Follow my examples, I follow the example of Christ. Ultimately, ultimately, um, that must be our goal when we study Bible characters. Where, where they were successful in following the Lord, we're to emulate them. Where they failed, we're to avoid their sins. 1 Corinthians 10, 6-13 says, Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. These, these things happened to them as, a, as examples. They were written down as warnings to us. No temptation has saved you except what is common to man, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way of escape so that you can stand up under it. Now, our goal in reading and even studying the Bible is to know the Lord, to grow in his grace. In the, in the 16th century, the reformers address whether Christians, they can know scripture by emphasizing the, the perspicuity or the clarity of scripture. And by using this theology term, uh, they maintain that, that not all parts of scripture are equally clear, but the Bible is necessarily clear in its essential message. What this means is that we can read, we can, uh, we can read the Bible, we can study, and Bible readers can grasp every uh, biblical passage essentials with the Holy Spirit's illumination. One objection to reading the Bible is that it's boring. Many of the stories of the Bible, though they refute this idea. We, for example, we see David worshiping the Lord in the Psalms and then expressing his heartfelt emotions to the Lord. We also see war, we see poetry, we see the discovery of, of the history of God's working in the, in the people of, of Israel and the church. This highlights that there's nothing dull about the drama, the passion, the crime, the devotion, even the real life depicted in Scripture. But while the ancient culture may seem foreign to us, the issues and even the struggles of biblical characters faced are, are the ones that we face today. And so the goal of reading about biblical characters isn't to follow their example, it's to understand how the Lord is at work in their lives. For example, we, we can consider that famous scene between David and Goliath in 1, Corinthians, or 1 Samuel 17. In fact, in 1 Samuel 16, 13, David has been anointed by Samuel as the king of Israel, although not in the office yet. Still, David shows up in 1 Samuel 17 to 
the, to the battle that Israel's having with Goliath, and he sees a Goliath blaspheming God in 1 Samuel 17.23. Now, David is provoked to respond, and he even finds out what's going on. He asked to be allowed to face Goliath in 1 Samuel 17.26. And then rather than, rather than have a lot of armor, David faced him with a staff, a slingshot, and five stones, 1 Samuel 17.40 tells us. Well, the exciting thing about the story is it's not the stones, it's about the sovereignty of God. God was sovereignly working in David's life and brought him to face Goliath at the right time and place, right, to face Goliath. And the point of the story here isn't David and it isn't Goliath, it's God sovereignly at work, bringing David to face Goliath and to ultimately defeat Goliath to display the sovereign power of God. In every facet of our lives, the goal as Christians should be to honor and to please the Lord. To, to do that, we, we must grow in our handling and even our understanding of Scripture. Commit yourself each day, dear Christian, to reading and to study the Word of God. Please commit this not only as a daily goal, but as a lifetime goal to be achieved through a daily patient practice. One of, the, one of the keys to growing in grace is to understand how the grace of God has been at work in others. David was a man who, who was very successful as king, but he also sinned greatly. See the incident with Uriah and Bathsheba in 2 Samuel 11. Often when David was faced with challenging situations he encountered, he went to the Lord. In 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, the writer of 1 Samuel says, And David was greatly distressed, for the, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were better in soul, each of his own sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. King David had a lot going on in the surrounding context of, of 1 Samuel 30, but he recognized he had no greater need than to strengthen himself in the Lord. You see, as Christians, one of the means of grace is reading and studying Scripture. Well, while David is a good example of this, we could consider many other biblical characters who recognize the same need. As Christians, we, we can recognize our degree of maturity and grace by the degree we know and even imitate God the Father's holiness. Our chief aim, Ephesians 5.1, says is to be imitators of God as beloved children. So to know him properly, we need to open up our, our Bible and even read the inspired, inerrant, infallible, sufficient word of God that tells us about the character of God. Now, in 2 Timothy 3, 15, uh, 5 through 15, Paul explains that, that Scripture is a tool that God uses to make us wise for salvation. As Christians, we must sit under the Word of God, not to stand in judgment of it or, or over it. Scripture stands in judgment of us, and so we must live out that reality and do so. We, we need to recognize that the fear of the Lord and His Word is the only source for wisdom. You see, as we read Scripture, we're to ask the Holy Spirit to apply it to our lives. To that end, we're not passive. We're to actively grow in our, uh, in, our, in our skill and in our handling of the Word of God. We must work to understand God's Word, to meditate on it, to think carefully about what it means, how we're to live out its commands. Private study is critical, but we're not only to examine the Bible exclusively by ourselves. We must study with the church of God corporately in, in community with the people of God, examining the insights of past thinkers and even regularly sitting under the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God in our local churches. Well, I want to thank you for listening or even watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you.
Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.